Hey everyone, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard. I just want to start this episode off by saying that I am probably not going to post this episode on a Monday like I usually do because the episode that I posted earlier this week had some audio issues. So I've just been like somewhat hurt about having to either re-record it or publish a new episode and now that I've gotten over it and have actually gotten to recording I feel like dang like I ruined my streak but it's okay because you know I knew that something was going to happen eventually um and I'm happy that it's not just like me being lazy or anything but at least if like I always I think I mentioned in the last podcast like if there would be a reason why I didn't publish every single Monday um it wasn't within my power I guess to um you know, prevent that from happening. But I wanted to hop on here and just say um, I have been consistent with my podcasting. Uh, I think I'm probably going to take that last episode down because it was, it actually sounds terrible to me, but I do like some of the stuff that I mentioned. Um, But I will still go over in this episode. I will not re-record it word for word, but I will touch on the highlights um, and hopefully the valuable takeaway points that I feel like are worth hearing without issues so I just wanted to step in and say that for the moment I also want to give a disclaimer that obviously this podcast is very much so under construction and this isn't what I have in my mind as a vision for the podcast but I do appreciate the people who listen um, the people who take time week after week to listen to my podcast or to give me feedback or to give me their opinions about it I really do appreciate that even if I don't say it in that moment um, which I usually do or have been intentional about trying to do um, because I value it and I appreciate it and I love the input and I love um, the response and I love the conversation that arises from the topics that I touch on so thank you all um But this is going to be a very short episode because I am not re-recording the last episode word for word, as I just said. The title of the last episode was Being Fed Up, and I am going to just run through the highlights of that episode. So, um, everyone reaches a point of being fed up. Everyone has a period in their life where they are going through some type of issue or some type of problem that has led them to become overwhelmed or um, stressed to the point where they're at now at their breaking point, they're reaching like the edge of the cliff and they're just like over it. I do want to say that that looks different for everyone. So when someone's fed up, you know, they may withdraw from other people while some people may just become very emotional and other people um, may, you know, some people like express themselves through I don't know. Some people spend too much. Some people work out too much. Some people throw themselves into their work. It looks different on everybody. But I did want to just touch on the fact that when I personally am fed up with something, um, I know that all I need is a change. Like I need something to give, whether that be something maybe um, positive, like something that I can control that I can do for myself or something in my environment to change and like cause a domino effect all around me for you it may look different um but you have to know and recognize what your breaking point looks like so that when you get there you can be like okay I need to slow down I need to assess like what can I change that will make the biggest impact in my life for me right now that will you know ease the tension ease the situation diffuse it all um 
as much as possible. So I can give you a few examples for myself. I know that when I'm overwhelmed and I'm fed up with something, I isolate myself. I withdraw from people. Um, I tend not to talk as much. I tend to be in my head a lot more than I normally am, which is still a lot. I journal a lot more. Um, I start, I keep a vision board, so I get very reflective and I make some goals and I throw them up on the vision board. Um, I pray a lot. Uh, I spend time with myself, which is different from withdrawing from other people because I know, like, if you remove yourself from, like, um, maybe your friends or, like, your study groups and stuff, obviously you're always in your own presence. But, like, being inside your head intentionally is way different than just, like, shutting down and shutting people out. Um, So, um, and I also just try and gain like a bunch of different experiences like I'm kind of just like what will take my mind off of this do I need to go to the movies do I need to travel do I need to go home for the weekend um if I'm like at school or whatever the case may be but it's important to like find the source of your stress because if you don't find the source of it then you're never really going to get the stress resolved I also mentioned in the last episode um, that I'm kind of currently re-recording um notice the people that you surround yourself with If people are your source of stress, then maybe you just need a new group of friends. Maybe you need um, new classmates, new study group, new coworkers, new roommates, whatever the case may be for you. Um, If your professors are your friends, maybe you know now that like next semester I need to go in on like researching, reviewing professors before I sign up for their classes or I need to check out a grade distribution because this class in particular Um, is my source of stress not even the subject just the class and the size or the professor and the setup and whatever the case case may be in addition to that you always want to think about okay what am I doing like am I putting myself in a position to be stressed out like am I only leaving myself um, 20 minutes to eat when it takes like 15 minutes to get through the line in the cafe or the dining hall or you know the restaurant or whatever the case may be um are you sleeping enough are you eating enough like are you trying to run an entire day off of one meal that you eat at you know um on your way to class that you might just pick up and not even sit down and eat but you're just like walking and eating like that's not even reasonable you also want to always keep in mind that when you establish goals you have to be very specific and know what they look like so you can't just be like I want to do better in this class you have to be like okay better is a b plus because right now I have a c minus and um, my my GPA requires that I do this Um, you need to be as specific as possible when you're fed up so that you can recognize changes when they happen so when stuff starts shifting I'm getting a little ahead of myself but when stuff starts shifting you can recognize like okay this is getting better this isn't what it used to be Um, This is a step in the right direction. This is exactly what I needed and what have you. I would also recommend that when you, um, if you're anything like me, like as far as like being very reflective or very in your head about stuff, um, you want to make sure that you pay attention to the stuff that you think about. So for me, I daydream a lot. I think about um, trips I want to take, the type of events I want to go to, um, the type of Um, scene I want to be in professionally personally everything like that and so you want to pay attention to the things that are present in the places that you want to be in so if I want to um, be an entrepreneur who am I around what friend like what kind of um, friendships have or relationships have I formed to be around like who are the people that I'm around when I'm daydreaming of the life that I want to be living Um, 
What are the people doing? What um, am I putting my money into? What am I doing with my time? How do I spend my time in this lifestyle that I aspire to live and things of that nature? That way, you know, where your energy flows, your attention goes. I feel like I heard that from, I know I heard it in a podcast. I want to say maybe Patrice Washington said it in her Redefining Wealth podcast. Hopefully I'm correct. If not, I will put it in the show notes. Um, but like, don't take for granted the stuff that you think about in your free time because the stuff that you think about is what you'd rather be doing. So listen to it. If you'd rather be um, somewhere else doing something else that maybe you should pay attention to it and work on making it happen. Something else I wanted to say is um, when your mind wanders, think about the type of habits that you need to form in order to become that person. Um, Not only do you need to work on shifting the things around you, but you need to work on being the person who's worthy of having the shift, the person who's worthy of um, living the life that you aspire to live requires work too. You can't just work on everything around you um, because a lot of the stuff around you is outside of your control. So you have to start within, you have to start on the inside. And with that being said, you usually feel, um, you usually feel a shift and a shift looks different for a lot of people. So obviously, um, it's not necessarily something you can touch and it's not a tangible thing, but when you, when you realize that you're being fed up is one generally a matter of perspective Two, um, is typically, it typically revolves around the way you pursue something. Um, and three, something being fed up is something that you can usually, 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 um, change when you either recognize that you have the power to change it or accept that you cannot change it. Um, but a shift, anyways, excuse me, a shift just generally brings discomfort. Um, and you feel the discomfort, like you're just like, wow, I feel really uncomfortable. I don't know what to do right now. Um, all I know is that I need to be this type of person through this discomfort so that I can continue to grow into the person that I aspire to be or that I want to be. You cannot force anything. Um, usually when you feel that shift happening, um, it's because it's happening naturally. Like things are aligning for you because they're supposed to be that way. If you have to, um, control every single variable and sorry, that was kind of an oxymoron, but, um, if you have to control every single variable or you have to manipulate things and it's taking way more energy than you have to give to make a certain situation fall into the way you want it to, then it may not be for you. Like the situation maybe just maybe isn't supposed to actually happen the way that you have it in your head that it is. Um, you have to remember that you want to be around people who see the person that you want to be, not the person that you are, that you used to be. Because if people only see you for who you were or who you are, well, who you are shouldn't be so bad because you should actively be pursuing the person that you want to be. But if they only see you for who you were, then they're going to try and keep you there. And not in a negative way, but like that's what they're used to. That's what they befriended. That's who they supported. Um, So maybe expressing the person that you're trying to become will help them keep you accountable or will help them um, know how to support you best or it can help them just know what direction you're going in. So it's like, hey, can you help me get to this goal or not? Hey, are you withdrawing from, or excuse me, are you um, like taking away from me reaching this or are you adding to it? How can you help me as a friend do what I set out to do and improve myself as an individual? I think a lot of the things that we 
take for granted are that friends are just like present but really friends can help you build friends should be able to help you build um whatever you aspire to do they should be contributing um in some form or fashion and not in like a super beneficial one-sided way but like you should be contributing to their success too you want to support your friends you want to uplift them if they have a business you want to um either help them work their business or like you know maybe you just need to be that listening ear for when like things go wrong in their business if they have um, music that they want to put out maybe you can support them just by like showing up at their listening party or um, giving them like a sound like a extra set of ears to hear something or give an opinion on um, if they do spoken word maybe you can just like watch them perform before they go out to a spoken word night and actually perform in front of an audience or you know however um, support looks for that person you want to make sure that you are the friend to do it because friends support each other um, I also wanted to say in this episode that I didn't mention in the last episode that being fed up can range from so many different periods of time like some people are fed up instantaneously like I think we all know that one person who has like one bad thing happen to them and they're just like mad they're like I'm about to get mad um and I think it's the funniest thing when people say stuff like that because I'm like why are you narrating yourself like if you want to be mad then just be mad but like I don't need, like, a commentator for your emotions. Anyway, sorry, that was a random tangent. Um, but, like, you have people who, like, get fed, get fed up instantaneously. And then you have people um, who are kind of like me um, and maybe, like, hold stuff in until it's, like, past the point of return and then they kind of, like, spaz out. And I don't recommend that because it's probably not the best way to go about it. But it is. I do recognize that it's a bad habit that I have. But, like... I get fed up over time. So by the time I'm actually showing um, the fact that I'm fed up, I'm like ready to burst inside. Um, Even though it may be the first time someone on the outside has seen that I'm irritated or upset or whatever the case may be. Um, So you want to prevent stuff like that from happening. You want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, that you're um, not being too hard on yourself. Don't be your biggest critic. Do not be your biggest critic. It's going to be really hard too because – something that I've been working on is like not voicing my criticism on myself like not because it's not there but because I want to speak as if everybody's going to agree with me because if I say something bad about myself um and somebody's like yeah I noticed that too I'm gonna look at them sideways like I didn't ask you you know like it's okay if I say it but it's not okay if you say it um so I if in speaking if as if everyone was to agree with me um I notice that the things that I say are much different because if I'm already anticipating you agreeing with me and it's okay if you disagree, but like, I won't be the reason that you disagree. Like you're going to have to explicitly say like, Deja, you don't do this well or Deja. I feel like you could do this better. Um, you know, like you're going to have to explicitly state to me, um, your opinion instead of like me voicing it. And you're just like, yeah, I noticed that. Or yeah, you do that terribly. Or, you know, you don't need to be the person to voice it because especially if you observe it, if you observe it, it's okay to just work on it on your own time. Um, and I think that it's important to recognize that too. Um, but these were just some of the highlights that I felt like repeating because I had audio issues yesterday. Um, as of right now, the old episode, the very flawed episode, um, with the issues is still up, but I do believe that I will be taking it down. So I do hope that you enjoyed this quick recap and I will catch you in next week's episode. Thank you for listening. Please make sure that you rate, comment, and subscribe. Bye y'all.